Now we have Paul on the line. How are you doing, Paul? Uh, I'm fine. Nice to talk to you. Great. Now, you have a new book out called The Lantern Balcony. So Dr. Bartlett is an unlikely candidate for romance. In spite of a successful career in psychiatry, he fears a failure. He has so little gravitas, he's often mistaken for a patient. But he produces a paper, and that brings him into contact with Penny, one of the most powerful women in the country, and starts a bizarre adventure. Hmm. Now... I've, I've, I've really enjoyed in, reading, reading your story. I have to say, it's not a straightforward story by any means, is it? No. <laughs> 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 what inspired you to write this one, Paul? Um, well, it came from a screenplay I wrote uh, a good few years ago now, um, which I always liked, but it didn't work as a screenplay. Uh, it needed to be a novel. And um, that was set in a psychiatric unit, and it was about the friendships and interactions between patients with different conditions um which i've seen for myself um and this is how i met dr bartlett and grew very fond of him um and he's a well (laughs) he's a mixed character in spite of his ghastliness he's actually very kind and dedicated and i decided to rub him up against this very powerful alpha female for a bit of fun and watch the sparks fly um it sounds a bit pretentious, but once you've got characters that really live in your head, they take over. They talk and act and interact as only they would, so so they actually become very easy to write for. So that that was the inspiration. <laughs> ah, that's interesting, because um, talking to a number of different authors, some people, they lay out all the plot in advance, they know what's going to happen, then it's filling in the details. And other people, it's, like you say, the characters become alive, and it's a question of, putting down on paper what they're what they're doing oh i i mean i i write and rewrite it takes me about four years to write a novel so it, i probably discard the first hundred pages that goes straight <laughs> in the bin <laughs> and, then, and then get it it comes right as you write it for me anyway everyone's different yeah that that makes it sound like it, it's a bit of hard work mate though rather than um, just something you can sort of love on the paper um, well, everything I do is hard work. Engineering's hard work. <laughs> oh yes, you are a professional engineer, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, there's a there is a backdrop to this story. It's the the um, it's it's also about autism, and it's dedicated to my nephew who is fully autistic and a, and a very gifted artist. Right. And there's a large streak of it in my family, and I'm on the spectrum myself, so I can write about it. Um, I don't have the speech problems, but uh, except when on the radio. Um, but if I met you in person, I, I couldn't look you in the eye. So, you know, I have insight into all that. Wow. Yeah. So a lot of the story is this interplay between your two key characters, Dr. Bartlett and Penny. And I was wondering how much of that is autobiographical. Oh, a little bit. A little bit. Um, yes. I mean, I won't tell you what Penny does for a living because it, it might be a spoiler <laughs> if, if anyone wants to read it. Um, but, um, yes, I, I think there's, uh, I mean, any writing, if you don't have yourself in it, it's, it's not going to work. You, you have to write from experience to some degree. You have to make it real, don't you? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Now, there's quite a few other characters around as well. So when I was reading sort of uh, Morris, Trevor, Mrs. T, I was thinking... Do they represent something very specific in your mind, specific characteristic, or is it just a question of creating complex, interesting characters for you? Um, Because they're so different. I think they all interact. I mean, this is what 
for me, takes a very long time to get uh, a novel right because you start out with sort of uh, almost caricatures of writers and as they come alive, um, they, they interact. And if they don't interact, it's, it's, it's no good. Um, so, I mean, you've read it, have you? Oh, yeah, of course. Lots yes, of, yeah. yes. Sorry, I didn't quite... Um, <laughs> um, so, you know, I don't know whether you agree with that, but that, that, that's the, the aim anyway. Yeah. And then there's the, um, the two people who keep changing their names. I love them. I was, well, reading it, I was thinking, I was calling them Anton Deck because of all the changing names. I mean, they're nothing like, um, you know, personalities on TV. Not like that. It's just, just a sort of a double act. Uh, yes, the two civil servants. Yeah. <laughs> I think more like the Thompson twins, to be honest. <laughs> Thompson twins. Oh, off, um... Hergé's Adventures of... They're sort of stooges, really, and they, there's... Uh, they, uh, I, I, yes, I like them as characters as well. They are fun. Yeah. What was it made you become a writer originally, then, Paul? Oh, gosh. I wish you hadn't asked me that. I've... I've um, That's a tricky uh, one to answer, I mean, Yeah, I mean, I've been writing since... For, for, for so many years, and uh, I've always... Uh, been writing. I mean, years ago, I had. Um, I didn't realise how famous she was. I had an agent called Penny Tackerbury at the Tessa Sale Agency, and I was writing. Uh, I was writing television scripts at the time. Yeah. Never got on TV, but very sadly, she died a few years ago, and I didn't realise. I was, I was amazed when I saw her obituary, um, at how famous she was. I, I felt very humbled by that, and very sad that she'd gone. She's a lovely woman. So, yes, I've been writing for years and years. Ah, good for you. Well, don't give up on the TV scripts. I was reading about the guy who who wrote um, Death in Paradise, the BBC series. Oh, yes. Set in um, the fictional island in the Caribbean. And he he was writing scripts for TV for about 28 years, I think it was. And yes. nothing, nothing was ever produced. And then, the, and then that one, it just sort of massive success all over the world. Yeah, I have watched that. Yes, it's... it's um, uh, that's interesting, yeah. Hmm. I'll keep going. <laughs> now, so for people who like characterisation, your your book is characters, and that so much is the interplay between Bartlett and Penny, sort of baiting, fencing, this sort of <laughs> yes. game going on. It's fascinating to read. Yes. Oh, thank you. I'm Must sure. be complex to write, though. Um, yes. I mean, it, 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 it because it's not my main job. I can afford to, I can afford to take four or five years to write a novel. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm always, uh, you get some people who, uh, it is a job, they get up at 9.30, write, uh, and then write all morning, and I couldn't do that. I mean, I, <laughs> I write in pubs for the last hour of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds more fun your way. Yeah. <laughs> now, in the front cover of the, little, of the book, it does tell, you, uh, tell us a little bit about you, so I have to say, tell us about the KGB incident. Oh, that's my claim to fame, and um, that was uh, that was the days of the Soviet Union, and I I was always as part of being on the autistic spectrum nerdiness, and I was always fascinated by um, the history and the the politics of the Eastern Europe and the Soviet Union. I've read all the great Russian writers and love them, and um, I wandered around in Eastern Europe with my eldest brother who's a dentist and my tra- traveling companion and um 
we, you know, we all over Eastern Europe, we come across the Stasi, we come across the Czech secret police and had our machine guns stuck in our face. I mean, you, you, you can get into trouble so easily just from going somewhere they don't like. <clears throat> but nothing prepared us for the Soviet Union because they, they follow you. You don't realize till afterwards you've been followed everywhere. Um, you've been you've been set up. I mean, in <coughs> where we were, someone came up to us and wanted to change money, which happened a lot in those days. But they wanted to only change a huge amount of money, so there was a, it was we realised afterwards that was dodgy. Anyway, they they pulled us in on our way out. They separated us. Um, they had these it was bizarre in a way. They had these huge blow-ups of the photographs that we'd taken and they wouldn't show them to us but they said why have you taken this panoramic view we'd obviously taken some photographs that they didn't like um yeah. and uh, but they wouldn't show us the photographs so we didn't really know we hadn't we hadn't done anything wrong but they 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 were very suspicious i think as to why we were there because People didn't normally, they either went on an in-tourist trip or they they didn't go just wandering around. But if you got the visas, you could. And uh, anyway, after, I mean, we weren't threatened other than by being told that we might not get out. Uh, <laughs> so it was very frightening. Um, and then the, the head of the station, he was uh, sort of shaking his head and saying, yet. <laughs> Uh, and eventually they spat us out. We had to sign a, a confession uh, to say that we had disobeyed the laws of the Soviet Union and were, were banned. And, um, so you were banned from the Soviet Union? Well, yes. what was the Soviet um, Union? And the other slightly strange thing, which was typical KGB, when we'd written out our explanations, they picked them out the bin and made us write them again to compare them. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was very glad to get out. Yeah, I can imagine. Wow. Right, getting back to your book, Paul. Um, it's called The Lantern Balcony. It's a nice picture on the front, the lighthouse and the waves. Well, and your book yeah. is by Vanguard Press. Yes. Um, so where can people get it? Uh, Pegasus Elliot McKenzie is the publisher. Um, and... The, you can buy it on Amazon at the moment. It might go into some bookshops. I don't know about that side of it yet. Um, and there might be an e uh, Kindle version of it. Probably will be, but again, I don't know yet. Um, I don't actually have a website apart from my work, which is Bruce Pickles Engineering. But that isn't really... I mean, I suppose it's a contact for me, but it's not uh, nothing to do with the book. So, But you could buy it on Amazon. Right. If you wanted to. <laughs> right. You're on Facebook or any of those? Uh, I haven't been on Facebook for years. I, I'm not very good with IT um, or social media. I don't really use it. I, I am on Facebook, to. but I haven't been on it for ages. Right. Okay, well, um, I recommend a book, uh, Paul Curtis, The Lantern Balcony, and it's, um, it's a character-based adventure. Is that a good way of putting it? Yes, I, uh, it's nice to you say that, and a romantic comedy as well, I guess. And a romantic comedy? Yeah. yeah. Great, well, it's lovely to talk to you, Paul, and uh, hope your book is a big success. Thanks, very nice to talk to you. Thanks for it. thanks for talking. Bye. Bye. Broken